Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Stephen McCoy, and you are listening and watching Sessions with Stephen. And today we're going to be discussing the Salute Them Awards, which airs Sunday, June 5th at 10 p.m. on bnc.tv. And we have very uh, a good show for you today. We have three special guests. Um, after Broadway superstar St. Aubin, who's going to be co-hosting with hip-hop superstar Yo-Yo, as well as uh, talk show host and comedian Lonnie Love. We also have award-winning choreographer and author of Black Boy Dance 2, um, that's Jamal Joseph. And um, while we also have Sheila Eldritch, who's the executive producer and creative of Cafe Mocha Radio, which is the number one uh, nationally syndicated uh, talk show radio station all across the world. She does it all um, for women of color. And um, I'm just so excited and honored to be speaking to all of you today. How are you? <laughs> good. Doing good. Doing great. Yes, moving and grooving. I love it. Um, Miss Sheila, can you speak to us about the Salute Them Awards? How did it come about? Well, we've been doing the Salute Them Awards for the last 10 years. Um, yeah. Cafe Mocha is the number one syndicated radio show for women of color. And yeah. um, for the last 10 years, we've honored women. And so for our 10th anniversary, we decided that we wanted to honor organizations, our brothers, and women who are all making a difference. The, common denominator is that all the honorees are making a difference in whatever their field of endeavor is, both personally and professionally. Um, and so for Black Music Month, since we are a radio show that we call Lifestyle because we talk about lifestyle issues, but we play contemporary music, for Black Music Month, we decided, you know, we want to do the Salute Them Awards, the soundtrack of our lives um, yeah. for Black Music Month. And so we're not just doing artists, but we're doing the folks behind the scenes who are making a difference in their work. Like Jamal, of course, with choreography in his book. Um, June Ambrose, who is an amazing stylist. I'm sure you know about June, um, yeah, who's you know, yeah. kind of been hip hop glamor, brought glamor to hip hop. Um, Darling Love, uh, Dr. Bobby Jones, Earth, Wind and Fire, uh, we went and found Sly Stone, okay, which was not easy, but we found Hello, it. hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, um, and then Luda, Ludacris. Yeah. So you can see the body of work of our honorees, and that's why it's called Salute Them, because we wanted Absolutely. to pay tribute to all the people that are making a difference. Um, and that's really what the Salute Them Awards is about. Yes, I love that. And how did you... Um, decide obviously you have Jamal who has uh just killed it you know he's been killing it this year as well as saying how did you hand select them to be able to host and to honor Jamal as well I have to tell you that I do a lot of reading um and we get recommendations from our we're on 40 stations around the country and we get a lot of recommendations as well mm -hmm. from our, you know, from our affiliates. Um, but I do a lot of reading and watching. I'm a news junkie. And I saw a piece on Jamal that I was just so impressed. 
of what he was doing and to be so young doing it, you know, I got to love a little seasoned here. And, um, and I just, you know, we have a committee and I took him to the committee and everybody said, yes, that's, he's the one. Okay. Um, and then I went to see Ain't Too Proud. Um, and I just fell in love with Saint and of course the play. Um, and we honored the play in 2019. Um, you know, the play was one of the organizations and everything that we honored at the Salute Them Awards in, um, in New York. And so I just thought, why don't we change it up this year? You've got three women that host the radio show. Um, right. Why don't we change it up and bring in a man to kind of just disrupt things a little bit <laughs> and give it some play and fun, but a man that spoke to all of what this awards is about, the theater, the, the temptations, um, the acting, the singing, it's all of what um, the Salute Them Awards is about. So we asked Saint and he said yes. <laughs> I love it. Now, Jamal, how does it feel to be honored for the Champion for Children Award? I mean, it's, it's, it was really crazy um, when I had just received an email. Just, I mean, most of the time, a lot of dancers and choreographers were so background that you never even know who's doing what, who's putting all the hard work in, who is out there, you know, choreographing, teaching and training and just all the different things that we do as just not even movers, but artists, you know, um, our own projects that we have on the side. So that was really great to be honored. But I mean, it's always great to be honored again, you know, amongst people that you have watched since you've grown up. I mean, like Ludacris, like, I mean, I choreographed to your music, Earth, Wind & Fire, you know, I choreographed your music, but it's like now it's, it, it just takes you to another level of um, confidence in what, what you're doing. Um, sometimes as artists, we get a little, you know, hard on ourselves, imposter syndromes and things. And then you get to say like, hey, like, I'm doing something right. Like, it's going in the right direction. And all I got to do is keep moving, you know, stay the course. So it was just truly an honor. I mean, all of these people are people that you just have no choice. Like, their music is timeless. Their movement is timeless. Whatever they're doing, is it's been some timeless pieces that is... It's just, I'm, I'm speechless. I love that. And, I, and just getting to know your story, um, it was really touching to see that you're going to be honored for this award. I mean, because you starting off as a child, obviously, um, being a child that was bullied and, and, and that didn't quite fit in. And the only thing that you found uh, relief was through the physical expression um, through yeah. your body and mm -hmm. um, to now for the narrative to be turned around and say that you are the champion for children, yeah. especially of yeah. the new generation, um, that has to feel pretty amazing. Yeah, it actually does. Um, I, you know, sometimes you forget what it's like to be a child. You forget how, um, impressionable the children are, how much that they watch, like they're, they're like sponges and you forget that. And working with kids or just hearing all the stories of parents who are like, hey, my child took the book to school today. And, you know, they were young boys. They were like, see, I'm not the only one, or, you know, telling their teachers, you need to read this because I'm being made fun of or just 
it, it really gave them a voice. And I think that that's the most important is um, as a child, you know, a lot of times your voices, you know, they, they shut you out or you, you know, don't speak, sit at the table, do this. And you're always told what to do. But for kids to have so much confidence in uh, a book uh, is something so small, but they could just be. So thank, um, thank you so much for coming on as well. I am definitely a fan of yours. Um, you've done some amazing things on Broadway. And um, one thing that I was excited about that you will be hosting this year, you have such a warm spirit. And um, what are you gonna be bringing to the show? I mean, you're teaming up with Yo-Yo and Lionel. <laughs> That's a lot of personality. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, uh, it's glorious personality that I, I, that's what I like to say. You know, we come together, we, it's, you, it's like we've known each other for years because we just fit in, we pick each other up, we, we figure out where it has to go. And it's just, when you see it, you're gonna understand exactly what I'm talking about. It's, it's simply glorious, it's that, and that's all I can say about it. I love that, we can't wait for that. You know, with you, um, you've been in theater for a while and um, in major way to collaborate with so many different people. Um, you've worked with Patti LaBelle as well. All of these, uh, what has been the most rewarding thing um, in your career thus far? You know, I was talking to someone about this a couple of days ago. One of the most rewarding things would be to see the young kings and queens come up to me and say, thank you. Thank you for being up there because it lets me know that I can do that too. Yeah. Thank you for showing that we, you know, and I remember one um uh, one of the little boys came up to me and was like, thank you for showing me that no matter what, I can get on that stage and be up there with everybody else. And, and knowing that we have so many, especially in my show, uh, The Temptation Show, seeing because representation matters. Being able to see yourself in someone else means the world. So just that's been one of my biggest um, uh, love, loves receiving that kind of love. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing um, you mentioned, uh, people c come up to you and, and say, thank you, simply thank you. And I know that's something that you've stated that you've learned from the great Gregory Hines and um, you kind of coming up under his ring and you getting to know the world. Uh, and what with those experiences, did they teach you to humble yourself? Like what was something that kept you grounded throughout these years? Oh yeah, I, I remember watching uh, Gregory Hines not only thank the audience, but thank the people who put the show together. And I mean, your stage hands, I mean, wardrobe. Because what people need to understand, it's not just the people on stage that make the shows come together, it's everybody everybody so i learned that from a young age and i always make sure to thank everyone who's involved because you know you want to make sure that they know that they're loved to and appreciated because it's <laughs> it's not easy what we do so you want to make sure you give people love and give back the love that they 
make sure that, you know, your, your curtains coming up, your lights are on you, your spotlight is on you. Because one thing you don't want to do is piss off your, uh, your spotlight folks because you won't be seen. So <laughs> you have to continue, you have to stay humble, but also be grateful and, and, give, and, and give that energy back because they give it to us 110%. I love that. Miss Sheila, I see why you chose them to be the host. <laughs> Yep, now you know why. <laughs> I see why. And you know, and at first, I must say, um, saying I wasn't sure if, because you are, I always thought you were a very shy person. And I know you have lots of personality, which we've always seen on the stage. Would mm -hmm. you say that you're a shy person in, in real life, or are you just reserved? Uh, I can be reserved at times, yes. Okay. But I've, <laughs> Shy is not in my DNA at all, and I'm grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Keeps you out of trouble, you know, so. <laughs> I think you'll see that in the show. Um, <laughs> he, the chemistry with he and Lonnie mm -hmm. uh, and with Yo-Yo is so natural. This is, a, mm -hmm. this is a unique award show in that it's very contemporary. It's mm -hmm. very fun. Mm -hmm. It's very like you're sitting, talking to, it's, Nothing like any award show that you've seen. And, and that's, we've grown it over the 10 years. And so he came and fit in so nicely that I couldn't believe, you know, how organic it is and how organic it was, the conversation that they had about the honorees and about the music. Because one of the things is that the, the show is um, shot at the, we, we taped it at the National Museum of African American yeah. Music in, in Nashville which if you have not been there, you must take your family and you must go. It is a, an unbelievable body of beauty and work and culture of our music. Mm -hmm. um, so you're going to see a lot of the museum in there that I think kind of brought out everybody's personalities too, you know? I love that. And you know, one thing about you, um, I know you've always been a voice for woman of color, but as you said, you are um, changing things up as far as um, even having a male host the show, you know? And one thing you've always stated is that in order to grow your business, you can't just limit yourself to one thing, specifically just like in entertainment. You also go in other different facets as far as even, even your humanitarian work, um, you have, uh, summer scopes, which is um, you take children from inner cities and give them that camp experience. Um, yeah. it, can you talk to us a little bit about that as well? Yeah, summer scope is a program that we have that we do camps for inner city kids. The whole concept is some kids can't afford to go yeah. to a camp away. Um, and so we bring the camp experience into the inner city community and the kids can play, they develop for a week on the sports side, but on the entertainment side, they produce their own TV show. And at the end of the week, to see those kids go from being very shy and introverted to blossoming and being on camera another person's doing sound, another person's doing lighting and, you know, and they create their own TV show. And now it's even better with the internet. We've been doing summer school for a long time. 
Um, and, you know, so that's one of our babies. And then, of course, the Mocha Cares Foundation. Everything we do is for the Mocha Cares Foundations, where we support local shelters for women and children and do programs for them, career programs for them and helping them move from shelters into a home environment. So there's some of the philanthropy work that I'm just, we're passionate about. And I say we, because it's my, the whole team. Mm -hmm. But my philosophy is always ask, why not? Why can't we do this? Why not? You know, a lot of people don't do things because it hasn't been done. Well, why not? And we figure out and we just go do it. I love that. And you know what? Um, I know it starts with in the homes and, and inspiring the children, which each and every one of you are doing. Um, Sheila, I know for you, it started with your mother just believing in you and um, giving you, investing in that $500. And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that. For each of you, who was it um, that believed in you and that helped motivate you um, to do what you're doing today? Well, I know for me, 100%, my mom and my dad, uh, they noticed that I liked to perform. I was never pushed into this industry or performing and acting, dancing, singing, all that stuff. They realized that I just liked doing it. And so the fact that they supported me all this way, all this way to make sure they made sure I was in dance class, you know, because I started off as a dancer underneath, you know, the uh, tutelage of uh, Baba Chuck Davis and Frank Hatchett, who are no longer with us. But the fact that I was able to get um, training from those legends, because there's le- they are 100% legends and need to be spoken about more. Uh, so the fact that I was able to uh, learn from them, and not just and not just the dancing aspect, and just one of the things I appreciate about coming up under them, they not they only they also taught me you know to be humble, to be grateful, to 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 pay respects to your elders because remember your elders were here before you and they can teach you so much if you just sit down and listen. So I say all that to say definitely my mom and my dad. I love that, Joseph. Yeah, I think that um, it was my my mom and my dad, of course, but um, my siblings actually. I have five sisters and they did probably the most like every time every city every state I moved to if I didn't have any money I was trying to take a dance class I was trying to train I I needed to go to an audition I needed new shoes whatever it was I feel like they always all came together and was like here's 40 bucks here's a hundred dollars here's this or um you know they reposted me on their instagrams and their facebooks or you know calling their friends and so I think that they were like my biggest cheerleaders and even when I had like hard times if I need somebody to talk to cry to whatever they were always like yeah like you know so we can talk about it what do you need like okay I have a friend and try and call them or try and do this so um I of course your parents are always going to be your supporters without them you you can't do anything but uh, I would have to definitely say my sisters had the biggest impact because I think that they showed my parents as well how serious I was about it and they gave them different perspectives um, 
of how to, you know, uh, have them support me even more. I love that. Well, for me, it was, of course, my mother in the beginning and yeah. family. And my mother was kind of a single mother because um, I was a product of a very bad divorce. <laughs> um, but as I grew, it's my HBCU family because, mm. you know, went to Howard, went to HU. And it is nothing like the relationships uh, that you build at a, in college, at a historically black college. It's just nothing like it. And so when I started my business, um, you know, all of my friends who were in the industry, they looked out for me and they gave me referrals and they gave me business. And they say, we don't know how to network, but we do. We are a people that survives and knows how to network. So I'd say my HBCU family. Um, and then as the business grew, it's the sponsors, like for the Salute Them Awards and Cafe Mocha, Toyota and AARP um, has been with us for the last seven years. You don't get sponsors and corporate partners that before it was fashionable to come on board. Hello. Uh, you know, uh, they were there and they have been a part of our growth. And when we said well, we wanted to move into production, we started doing events and then we wanted to move into virtual, they were there. They said, we're with you. We'll pivot with you. When we said we're going to broadcast, they said, we're there with you. So they're buying spots on the show and everything. So it's important that it's all about relationships. And I tell people we're in a human relations business. That's the business mm -hmm. we're yeah. in. From your family to your HBCU to your friends, you know, it's about building relationships. Yeah. And I know for all of you, it wasn't always as, I wouldn't even say it's easy today, but maybe easier. Um, but in the past, how did you deal with rejection in the past? Mm. Or how do you deal with rejection now? Well, um, <laughs> I, I will say this. And uh, I like to, once I go into the room um, or whatever I'm doing, once I'm finished with it, I leave it right there in the building. I leave it right there in the building, wherever I'm at. Even if, even if now we're doing a lot of these virtual stuff, I leave it right here. Because if you take that particular energy with you, you're gonna be thinking about it all the time. You're gonna be wondering, did I do this? Did I do this right? leave it right there. And you know, we're human. Sometimes it's easier said than done. But the best thing that I found for myself over the years is once it's all said and done, leave it right where you put it. Leave it right there. Leave it right there. I think for me, uh, rejection, when, when I first started dancing professionally, I was told the industry is not a place to be sensitive. So mm -hmm. I, was, I didn't understand that at first, but I had to, you know, understand that this is still a business and that it was about roles. Like, you know, sometimes I couldn't be mad if the artist is 5'2". Of course, I'm not going to put the job on 5'10". Like, you know, it was like starting to look at things in different perspectives to say, like, you know, OK, maybe I wasn't fit for the job. Maybe they only needed one girl, one guy. Like, you know, I had to take that pressure that it wasn't always me. And then um, I think that rejection actually helped my faith grow because God started to give me 
things that were way bigger than what I had wanted or the experience that my friends had after the job, it, they were so miserable. And I was like, wow, like, okay, maybe God was blocking me or everything. So I started to just look ahead to say like, there's a reason for this. And of course I'm human. I'm going to feel, I give myself a day or two. And then next it's like, all right, so what are we doing next? And honestly, the places that are, the spaces that I was rejected in, it actually is how I even got like a children's book or I started doing my own tours or different things because I said, okay, if you say no, I'm going to create it myself and someone is going to follow. Someone's going to believe in it. Um, and I think that that's, it was, I started to just treat it like a fuel. Yes. I love that. Don't wait to be discovered. Discover yourself. Mario Van people said it not too long ago and it's been sticking with me ever since. So yes. <laughs> Not that. Miss Sheila. Oh, well, rejection. Um, God is bigger than any oh. rejection in our lives. He's bigger than that. And everything has a season. And so when I get a rejection, that means that wasn't for me. Right. Is he knows what's best. And so I just, it's faith. It's all about faith. And once you get in tune with your faith and understanding that, if it's not for you, then just move on. Like Saint said, leave it right there, which is hard to do. Or, you know, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, take a few days, and then move on because that wasn't for you. Everything is divine and everything has a season and it will come. So it's kind of hard, but after you've been through so many rejections, you learn to lay the land. Let it go. My mother used to always say, you can't move forward if you keep looking back. Yeah. Oh, that is the truth. Absolutely. And I even, I even have been in situations where God has said, I'm going to put you in this to show you why you're not going to. Okay. Listen. Okay. I have been in situations where I was like, why, why would I start this? Why, and I'm not going to do it. And then you see it all play out and you go, thank you, God. Yeah. Yeah. And with uh, also, if I can add, um, sometimes those who may reject you, it, it's for their own growth as well. Like, you know, they may see, you know, you performing with Beyonce, you know? Um, and, and then that's a lesson for them. I mean, and, and it's not really like a, a payback or lesson sort of thing, but it just, it just shows that Everyone is a star in their own right. Everyone is um, is able to shine. You know, um, everyone possesses that. And I just thank all of you, each and every one of you, for being those inspirational figures. And and I mean, the, you guys are the voices of tomorrow. And um, thank you, Miss Sheila, for providing voices um, all across the country. Um, what you've done in radio is amazing. And, um, you know, my flowers to you. Thank you. <laughs> so thank, thank you guys so much for coming on to Sessions with Steven. Uh, Salute Them Award um, airs on, this, on Sunday, next Sunday, uh, that's June 5th at 10 p.m. Yeah. Thank, thank you. And you can stream it. Absolutewards.com. Yep. There yeah. you go. All right. Thank you so much for having us.
Thank yes. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Hey, subscribe now.